hurts, don't it? Let's step into the huddle. You're listening to the pre-snap podcast brought to you by LineStar app, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now here are your hosts, fantasy football experts, Joe Pizapia and Scott Bogman. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizapia, and welcome to the pre-snap right here on the LineStar app. It is me, it is Scott Bogman, and it's you, and we're talking all things NFL, recapping week 13, hot taking week 14, and we've got some big news here in Eagles world because it looks like Jalen Hurts is going to be the starting QB against the Saints. Good luck with that because uh, the Saints have been crushing opposing QBs the last few weeks, so talking about throwing the kids to the wolves, but look, at this point, Boggs, the Eagles literally have nothing to lose but more games. I mean, young man, are you ready to meet Cameron Jordan and Trey Hendrickson? Mm. That's going to be a lot of fun. So hopefully Malcolm Brown doesn't get in there. I mean, it is going to be uh, it's going to be a brutal first test for Jalen Hurts. So good luck and Godspeed because (laughs) it's going to be tough. Well, it's good that he's he's at least the guy who can move around. I think that's, you know, that's when you look at it, you go, okay. Yeah, he's at least somebody who can uh, be a mobile. Wentz can move a little bit, and they refuse to roll him left or right. They just drop back and let him get crushed. Look, the biggest problem is 10 touches for Miles Sanders is not getting it done. I mean, the the reason why this team got hot at the end, got in the playoffs last year, is because Miles Sanders was getting 15 to 20 touches a game at least. Oh, at least Jordan Howard had four carries. Oh, yeah, at least Jordan Howard had two. He looks like when he's running, he looks like he's actually moving backwards. That's how slow Jordan Howard is at this point in his career. Oh Him and Todd God. Gurley could have a race, and they both finish second. That's where I feel like <laughs> we're at with those guys, and I'm just – I'm over it. It's week 13 slash 14. I'm over a lot of stuff, as you can tell, and we're going to we're gonna go through the good, the bad, and, and the ugly. Um, I'll tell you what, some good stuff that we were on this past week. Kirk Cousins, again, got us three yeah. times value. Loving it. Kirk Cousins, third 300-yard game in a row. He also has four games in a row with 290 yards or more. The dude is good Kirk Cousins right now and good Justin Jefferson to go along with him. We were all up in that Kool-Aid. You got 44 points between the two of them on FanDuel. That is great. David Montgomery, the one time I actually said go get Montgomery, it was right, Boggs. I should just quit now and never do another podcast or do anything else again. David Montgomery have 25 points. I should retire. I mean, I love David Montgomery. He's one of my favorite running backs. He's great at Iowa State, and he just needed a little blocking. And surprisingly, the offense, while the offense did technically lose this for the Bears because of that late fumble, they were in line to win it. I mean, Trubisky actually looked somewhat decent. The run game looked good. They had three rushing touchdowns. So this was really a loss on you know the fumble and you know, the Chicago defense giving up 400 passing yards to Matthew Stafford. Yeah. And look, some other things that we were on that were very good last week, Aaron Rodgers, 23 and a half points on Fandle. That was great. Him and Adams was the pairing. You done good there. Adams had 29 points. The dude's just been a beast. Uh, Look, Kamara and Thomas were not terrible. They both, you know, not great, but you got the discount and you at least got productivity. QT was great. We talked about being a free square. You might as well take the shot in a couple lineups. If you did, look, he was just 10% rostered in the in the million-dollar contest on Fandle. 18 points you got out of him, which is great. 
Um, and, and Jonathan Taylor, who we keep saying, look, anybody against Houston doesn't matter how good or bad you feel. That's the way you go. My Packers defense was good. 13 points. I will take the 13 from the Packers. And uh, this yeah. week I could say I'm probably looking once again to uh, whoever the Eagles are playing. And Oh, wait, it's the Saints. Oh, wait. What a nice compliment. They're going to be expensive. <laughs> well, I mean, the pricing came out before this, but they're going to be expensive anyway. Well, let's just That's put it right. that way. All right, let's talk about the 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 best lineups so of the best. So here you go. This one, $500,000. On FanDuel, Deshaun Watson, 7% rostered, 20 points. Aaron Jones, 22. He had that big 77-yard run. Montgomery, our boy. Adams, our boy. Corey Davis, 29 points. Huge day for Corey yeah, Davis. Yeah, it was. 11 catches for 182 and a touchdown. I think it's time where we can say, okay, healthy Corey Davis is good at football. And it's, it's, it's funny because I feel like I've come full circle here because I was a very big Corey Davis guy early on and just super frustrated and was out yeah. altogether. And then this year, you know, my buddy, Eric Young, who I do the, the I just dropped the name there. So you can pick it up if you want. Um, who <laughs> I've had was, lunch you know, with him. He bought me lunch. He's a, he's a phenomenal dude. Um, and he, he said, look, stay on Corey Davis. And I was like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I wish I had listened because Corey Davis has been very good this year. So that means going forward, are you somebody that has at least some aspirations to have shares in 2021 of him in season long? I mean, this is dicey for me because I've been against him and Welsh has been in his corner the whole season. <laughs> but uh, Yeah, I think after a game like this, you have to come around on him. I don't think he's obviously I, I wouldn't peg him to repeat these numbers because I don't expect mm-hmm. him to be down by 38 going into halftime or whatever it was this week against Cleveland. But he is becoming a better target. And the more games, the more get, big games he has and big plays he makes, the more reliable he becomes to Ryan Tannehill and also on the other end the more fumbles and mistakes that AJ Brown makes the more reliable Corey Davis is going to be so yeah I think you have to be in on him as at least a wide receiver three moving forward now in this lineup too certainly benefit of the Jets Las Vegas game Henry Ruggs in it who showed up at the end (laughs) oh goodness Darren Waller who showed up the whole game 13 receptions 200 yards and two touchdowns 38 and a half points boy we've seen some huge totals for individuals the the recent weeks Tyreek Hill uh the two running backs Chubb and Henry two weeks ago Darren Waller this week some huge huge totals Rashard Higgins 18.5 for him and uh, look, uh, New England Patriots, just 2.4% rostered. Higgins, 0.7%. I mean, that was a difference. You got 31 yeah. points out of those guys. I mean, that is 30. What? How? What? How? The, <laughs> what what's the going what? on yeah. with the Chargers, Boggs? 31 points out of the defense. You get shut out against the Patriots. This was just shocking to me. I mean, first of all, the Chargers had probably the worst special teams game I've ever seen in my life. Like, uh, you know, punts blocked, returned, uh, all, all the good stuff, everything in there, uh, missed field goals. It was an absolute mess for them. So, uh, and, and the Patriots, you know, look, this is Bill Belichick, and this is what he does when he knows what he has. And he's worked with it for a couple weeks. He knows exactly how to adjust everything to make this offense do what it's going to do, and that is a triple option. I thought Navy was out there running against uh, the <laughs> Patriots. I think you this called week. them Air Force the other day in the black. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're, they're I mean, it, it's not You're the not same. Wrong. They aren't actually back-to-back running games, dude. Back to back games, they've won with him throwing less. Cam Newton throwing for less than a hundred yards. The last time that happened, less than seventy five yards. Two thousand nine. 
Brady Quinn. Last time that happened, you got two wins out of it. So that's kind of stuck right Brady there. Quinn run. <laughs> well, well not shocking, 100 yes. yards. Uh, but yeah, exactly. But yeah, I mean, that that Patriots defense call was so good. And that Higgins one was great as well. Those are two really, really good calls. And look, overall, I mean, obviously other big storylines are the Jets firing Greg Williams, which is expected after that. I mean, you know, I know the Halfway Jets. Halfway there, like- Jets fans. So. I know. I mean, if anything, they should be making a statue for him. Like, I, I don't know why they're firing him. You mean just solidified you're the number one pick. You almost won a game. And everyone was holding their breath, too, because Jacksonville almost won a game, too. But uh, the Minnesota is able to pull it out. I know your Steelers finally are not uh, undefeated any longer, which I think is a positive. I really I mean, take yeah. it from me, my friend, a guy who's watched a whole lot of 10 and 0, 12 and 0. I even saw an 18 and 0 once upon a time, my friend. Mm-hmm. It wears on a team. Isn't it 1801? Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. Okay. Um, but I digress. Uh, but he <laughs> look, here, here you go. Like, I, I think that they've had a really tough go, some bad luck with the scheduling of the COVID stuff the last couple of weeks. They need to figure out how they to run have the 10 more game. drops than any other team in the NFL. You know what? That doesn't help. But here's the thing you also are running, and I, you'll appreciate this. And, I, and some comments I made on on the TV show yesterday, I'm going to make it again here, which is when you have that many empty backfield sets where it's just Roethlisberger and five wideouts, you're you're basically saying, okay, come get it. And when you have guys on the front who have, I think the, I think I saw a stat where the last three weeks, no team has blocked more passes at the line than the Washington. Knocked down like 17 yesterday. It was insane. (laughs) But this is not a new trend. So you're basically putting a lot of pressure to be super efficient, which he has been. He has been great. The receivers have played great, but I don't know, man. Offense is too predictable without Connor. It's too predictable. And you can't, and when you have running in on it, Bog, that's my point. Like you have a 14 point lead. You need to eat clock, sit on it. And what the hell are they doing? Not kicking a field goal there on fourth and whatever, and throwing a ball to McFarlane, who's barely played all game, who has like what six catches all year or something like that. It's well, crazy. the reason they didn't kick there is because Boswell, the kicker, was out with a hip injury, and this is another thing that happens on five days rest. You know, the uh, Washington football team was resting since Thanksgiving, and that's why they were playing this week. Because I've also been resting since Thanksgiving, and I'm very. <laughs> yeah, I'm really, I feel renewed and refreshed. <laughs> they were both supposed to play on Thanksgiving. Obviously, the Steelers got pushed to Wednesday. So, you know, Washington had 10 days to ramp up. The Steelers had five. So uh, not a surprise to see this loss. But, uh, I, you know, I blame it more, like you mentioned, on the lack of a run game than I do the rest time. So, uh, and, and I also thought the officials were a little too involved yesterday. But that was, that's... It was on both sides. So it was. And look, I'm also, I want to give them some credit too because McKissick really stepped up in that void. Uh, yeah, because Gibson went out. McKissick uh, was. Gibson went out and, and McKissick caught everything that was literally thrown at him. I mean, he had 10 and Logan Thomas. Logan Thomas too. stepped up. Alex Smith played well, but it's all about that defense. And I got Bostic in an IDP league, so I was very happy with his performance. <laughs> um, and let me tell you, man, like, I think I picked him up off the waiver wire in like week three or something. I was like, I'm going to pick up this guy. He seems like he's having a pretty good season. And you know what? This defensive front is for real, and I, I look the the Steelers just need to take a deep breath, get yeah. back to some basics, balance out the offense. They will be fine. I still don't think they're as good as the Chiefs, and, and I've gone through the the schedule here of of what they've done and not done and who they played, which is it is telling. You know, they beat Daniel Jones week one. Are you are you going to be NFL memes with their you know? Gonna, well, I mean, it's just all true. these loser teams they beat. 
Well, yeah, I am. And uh, let's see, the Broncos, which are trash, uh, the Texans with Bill O'Brien. Um, then they had a bye. Then they beat Carson Wentz. Then they beat the Browns without Nick Chubb. Uh, then they beat the Titans and the Ravens. Those are the two that they've had on there where you say, okay, good victories, full strength teams. Those came down both to the came wire. down to the last play. I was going to say they came down to the West and that could have gone either way. Both of those games could have gone either way. They beat the Cowboys, but it was not pretty. And they beat the Bengals, Jaguars, Ravens practice squad. <laughs> and then you are, you're reading right off the I'm NFL reading it off. thing. I am. Yeah. And then they uh, lost to the team with no name. Yeah. Yeah. I look it, but you can only beat the teams in front of you. And, uh, uh I love and, that and platitude. It's my favorite one. 11 and one. So I'll take it still the number one seed in the AFC. Yeah. Look, I, 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 I look, they're still, I could see them losing to Indianapolis. I could see them losing to Tennessee. Oh, I could definitely see them to losing to Kansas the playoffs. City. Yeah, I, you know the, what I want to see. If the Patriots see, Bob, make it, they will lose to the Patriots, even with Cam Newton. Bill, no. Bill Belichick just finds a way. No, not this year. No, I don't. I don't. I don't even think that. Now, I'd love to see that happen because, you know, that would make a fantastic podcast between the two of us. But um, make, I think make a I one-sided think... podcast. You have to get somebody <laughs> else in here. But you've also got, you know, some other teams in there too, like Cleveland, who I'm fascinated by right now. I'm fascinated by the Cleveland Browns because they're playing above their head. Defense is good. They run the football. Now they'd have to get up on on the Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't think they're a team that can come from behind. But man, I'm hoping week 17 that Cleveland and Pittsburgh somehow have something to play for because I want to see that game with Nick Chubb. That's what I want to see. That looks really intriguing to me personally. I'm I'm all for that, man. I you want you want to lay the smack down. You want to yeah yeah. Just uh, give a warning to everyone, but everybody right before the season starts. I like. <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's go through and start hot taking. Uh, anything else from last week that you want to you know throw out there that you thought was really important or interesting or, or no? I, I thought the Giants playing defense really well. Like this, they actually. Are? This fight between uh, Washington and New York might be fun for the NFC East. It is the stretch here. It's been fun the last couple of weeks. It's been kind of oddly fun, you know, yeah. and the giants just keep, you know, I, I, we shouldn't be surprised because the giants, we always talk about how competitive they are. Right. Mm-hmm. And they, I mean, I'm just, I think they we're just all just keep beating the spread every week. They keep so. beating the spread every week, but like to go into Seattle and beat them. And that's just stunning with Colt McCoy and no Saquon Barkley and all that stuff. I'll tell you this, man, Wayne Gallman, another dude that we love had himself another game. I know we didn't have the touchdowns because he's so tired from running the muck everywhere, but the dude's been great. And that offensive lines played much better. Defense has played well. Tell you, man, giants. I, I don't want to play the giants. If I'm a first, first round in the playoffs, I do not want to play the giants. Yeah, <laughs> like, that, that defense is for real. The offense is still playing catch up, but they won with Colt McCoy back there this week. So uh, that's, it's a good squad and they're playing for Joe judge, which is the opposite of, some of these other teams that have like the Eagles have a great roster. I think the roster is right. better than uh, Washington or New York, but they just don't play for Doug Peterson. So you can see it. Maybe with Hertz back there, they'll get a little better. Maybe, maybe I, I'm not anticipating it. What they need to do is get Miles Sanders, the football and have him make some big plays and take some air out of some defenses. And, you know, but I digress. All yeah. right, let's start here. Thursday night football. You got the Patriots and Rams. This is my nightmare. A Thursday night game with the Rams and the Patriots. I mean, I, I just, I pass. Can I, how hard can I pass a game? I don't know. This is, this is it. <laughs> like, I just, I'm going to watch it. 
I will be enthralled by it. I have no idea what's going to happen here. And anyone who tells you differently is just lying to your face. Um, but look, it's it's going to be interesting. You at least you got Akers, who looks like he is starting to emerge as that that guy in the backfield, which is good for those people in, in fantasy for, you know, dynasty and keeper league formats, but even good for his 2021 value Vikings and bucks bucks coming off a bye. Boggs. Will anybody rush on the bucks for more than 75 yards this week? Ah, uh, I would hope so against Minnesota. You would so, hope so. Uh, you would hope uh, so last couple of weeks, but no, I I'll pick. I mean, I think you have to go with Ronald Jones, which means it'll I be agree. Fournette. Yeah. You and I both say Ronald Jones, so it'll definitely be Fournette. I mean, that's just, <laughs> that's just the case of the Tampa Bay running backs this season. As soon as you count one out and left for dead, that's the guy that comes up big the next game. So, uh, I mean, I think I'm staying away from it again. This is a tough game for Dalvin Cook. So this is a good game for Kirk Cousins and Jefferson and Adam Thielen. I mean, we saw this is the team that Tyreek Hill put up all them yards against. So one of those guys could absolutely go nuts, and I wouldn't be shocked, or both of them. All right, let's uh, let's ask this question too. Is Justin Jefferson not getting enough love for Rookie of the Year? Because I don't think he is. I, 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 I get it. Herbert's a quarterback, and I get it. He's throwing for a bunch of 300-yard games. But the Chargers stink. And you know what? Justin Jefferson has had a huge impact on this team since the bye and the Minnesota Vikings getting back into being relevant again. And I think he deserves a little bit more credit. Uh, I, I think you're right. And I think that if it weren't for Justin Herbert, then he would absolutely be at the forefront of that. But Justin Herbert's going to set all kinds of records, like all the records that Joe Burrow was on pace for. Now Herbert is on pace for. So uh, I think he's going to set some records and he's still going to win it. But uh, this is a good time because the odds are a little bit longer than what they will be probably after this week if Jefferson comes up huge. So maybe uh, throw a couple shekels down on uh, our guy Jefferson to win rookie of the year because the odds are going to be longer. I would absolutely do that. All right, Cardinals and Giants. Look, the Cardinals are having all kinds of problems right now. Murray does not look 100%. And um, look, you know, the Giants, this is like this is a spot here where the Giants can – they're inching ever closer. They're 5-7. and seven. They're getting back to that 500 level. I got to tell you, I kind of like the Giants in this one. I mean, it just Arizona just seems like they're falling apart here at the end, which is kind of what they did last year too. And I don't know if it's fatigue or injury with Kyler Murray, combination of the two again. Maybe just, you know, people getting a little bit better idea of how to defend them. But look, I mean, this is a this is a tough sell for me here with the Cardinals going into New York and winning this football game. I know it sounds crazy, but uh, that's where I'm at. Uh, no, I'm with you. I, I expect we don't have the line yet because we're not sure about Daniel Jones, but uh, I, I think we'll get him in this game. And I think the Giants are going to be favored by a point or two going into this because of the way that the uh, Cardinals have been playing and the fact that Kyler Murray still looks banged up. So uh, I think this is a good matchup for the Giants, too, because they they do things. They match up well with the Cardinals because their defense can stop their offense, but the Cardinals defense can't really stop anybody. So, uh, you know, they're, they're 19th in total yards. They're 14th in points, but they don't they're not going to play that well. I, I think the Giants uh, can run it right down Arizona's throat. And I think that's what's going to happen in this game. All right. Now, the Chiefs, I know, have struggled in the red zone recently. But I don't know why they're only seven and a half point favorites over the Dolphins. This should be a double digit number. I'm sorry. The Chiefs are just in a different class. And I don't believe that Tua can keep pace with the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. I just don't. And I, they 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 were real flat last week until that 
weird play there where Jakeem Grant got lit up for no reason by Mike Thomas. The next thing you know, all of a sudden that kind of woke the sleeping giant there a little bit, but Boggs, I think the chiefs are going to thrash the dolphins. And I don't, I don't understand how this is just seven and a half. I really don't. It's because the chiefs keep not covering games. I mean, yeah, but they're not covering games. Like, look, I understand there last 14 week, point favorites against a way worse Broncos team. They the Broncos were, are but you know what? But there were also two Tyreek Hill touchdowns that should have been that were not. And if you got those, then it would have been an easy cover. They didn't cover against Tampa. They didn't Bay. cover against Tampa either, but Tampa's they a good football They team. haven't covered in uh, four straight weeks. I well, mean, I'm they calling it right now. You could lock the, I'm going to, on Friday, I'm going to come right back here and say the same Chiefs blow out Dolphins. Boom. I, I mean, I, I haven't I haven't wholly and completely settled on where I'm I'm landing on this game, but I know I picked against the Chiefs last week and it worked and it's a trend that's been happening. So I think I might pick against them again. All right, let's move on here. Tennessee Titans at Jaguars. This is another seven game too. Uh, which Titans team shows up? We shall find out. Now they should beat the Jaguars. They're one and eleven. I expect that they they will, and I expect Derrick Henry to bounce back and you know all, all the pieces to be good again. So, I mean, I don't know how much there is to add here, except James Robinson quietly is good every week, and uh, the Titans hopefully will be, you know, Dr. Jekyll and not Mr. Hyde this week. Well, look, every game except for in the last five weeks, except for the Pittsburgh game, Jacksonville has been in. They have. They took Minnesota to overtime, 27-25 loss to Cleveland, 24-20 loss to Green Bay, and a 27-25 loss again uh, to Houston. So, uh, I – I kind of like Jacksonville in this game too. They're at home, Tennessee, not playing their best right now. Uh, I, I think I think this adds up to Jacksonville covering. I still think the Titans will win, but that that should be a good game and a lot of uh, fantasy production. So we'll be big on that one in DFS for sure. All right, the Cowboys at Bengals. What a battle of futility this is. Skip it. Three and eight Cowboys and the two nine and one Bengals. Skip it. Oh, God. Yeah, and look, we're recording this before the Cowboys game tonight. Not that that's going to make any impact because, I mean, I would love nothing more to say, yeah, Cowboys against the Bengals, sure. Or, yeah, likewise. But, no, it's just, I'm with you. This is just another miserable game. Uh, and I can't believe I'm going to do this, but here we go. We're going to let it ride. Three good weeks in a row for David Montgomery. Yes. You know why? Because the Houston Texans are coming to town. That's right. The Houston Texans and Santa Claus are coming to town. You better watch out. You better not cry. David Montgomery is useful again in, in DFS, at least for <laughs> the short time. Uh, it's just been a good look. When you get Detroit yeah. and the Texans back-to-back, those are the two worst teams in the league against the run. You just don't overthink it. You take the discount, and you and you go, and you kick butt. That's what you do. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to put the ball in Trubisky's hands, so absolutely give it to Montgomery. But also... Trubisky didn't play bad against Detroit last week, except for the fumble at the end. I understand. <laughs> except for the, uh, uh, yeah, the game, the losing, game uh, losing fumble. fumble. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. but the bears had them in position. He had them in position to win that game. Uh, you know, obviously bad play calling and bad snap handling and all that stuff happens. But I, I think Trubisky is the, is starting to look up and you can tell because the Texans are only two point road favorites. So, mm-hmm. so and Montgomery, by the way, is 6,600. So, are we uh, are we chasing Kiki QT after the big game? I think so. I think with uh, you know with uh, Cooks down, possibly with you know whatever his uh, a lot he's had a lot of concussions. So well, he's he's also QT was what forty eight last week, and now he's fifty six. So right, he's well, in- he's the number one now. It's him and Chad Hansen and Stephen Mitchell. So I'm good with Chad Hansen rolling him out. What are the chances Chad Hansen doesn't have a, a membership to a, a country club with that name? 
don't know. I don't like Ed Hansen. So he he did he did this after uh, scoring a game-winning two-point conversion against my Longhorn, so we don't like him. Not a fan. Okay. Uh, Broncos 4-8 and eight, taking on the 4-8 and eight Panthers, and it's funny. If you ask me, like, I feel infinitely better about the Panthers as a team than I do about the Broncos. <laughs> Again, they have the same record. But it's just from, like, the, the Panthers' competitive nature. Now, they've had some COVID tests this week, so it's a little early to get too much into this game because DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel – it was like more probably unlikely for this game. Samuel possible more to come on this one, but yeah, you know, the Broncos are just too boring. It's, it's hit and miss with Melvin Gordon. One week he's great. Next week he's terrible. And then he's good again. Uh, and if the Panthers are down a bunch of receivers, I don't know. This becomes a very complicated matchup. Uh, the jets, the windless jets. Oh boy. If there's ever a bad week to be playing Seattle, it's this one. I mean, <laughs> Oh goodness. They just angry lost, Seattle team for sure. Lost at home to the giants got embarrassed. And now the Jets, so there's another New York team coming back in there. And I got to tell you, not only do I love the Seattle side of this one, I kind of like the Jets side because Darnold, <laughs> Ty Johnson had a, had a nice game. Ty Johnson's just 5,500 on FanDuel. Uh, Jamison Crowder looked like Crowder again. I don't know. I kind of like the garbage time because as, as, you know, as, as much of a better team Seattle is, you still can score on them. I know the Giants didn't score last week, but they had Colt McCoy playing quarterback. So I don't want to take too much out of that one. And they also scored more points than Seattle. So that's all that matters at the end that of the is. day for them. So <laughs> uh, look, uh, Seattle is, they're reeling a little bit here and they're backing in to the playoffs. They have obviously peaked and are coming back down. They got to rev these engines back up. So I kind of like Seattle in an absolute blowout this week. You know, the Jets have been playing better. Uh, they made last week close. They made a bunch of these games close. The one against New England was tough, you know. Uh, so they battled and they so played. Give me better. the score. What's the score in this game for you? 35 14, 42 14, right. something like that. And I think this is going to be a Seattle throttle. Oh, yeah. I mean, of all the times to fire your D coordinator to the week ago to play Russell Wilson and DK Metcalf, <laughs> good luck with that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> eight and four Colts against the seven and five Raiders. This is going to be a competitive football game theoretically like this, this is, is the one that the Raiders win after almost losing to the Jets right, right this is exactly. the one that yeah. they surprisingly win I want no part of betting this game at all uh but you know this is also a tough game to start your Raiders because the uh the Colts defense is uh pretty solid man is so. Buckner back Buckner's back yeah he's Buckner's playing. back right? so yeah, okay uh they're seventh in uh, against the pass they're seventh against the rush 10th in points fifth overall the Colts so uh it's hard to start but you can start Waller against anyone and, and what I about think, the T.Y. Hilton rebirth too that's been something I, I'm into it look, yeah, I, think, I think he's healthy uh, look he's just 6k on Vandal last week he put up 21 points week before 16 points that's a good they're price down a corner with Arnett uh yeah. also the the Raiders, so. been hurt too mm-hmm there's, there's, I think, I think TY's in play this week. Five and seven football team against the five and seven 49ers. I got to tell you, I, I, I'm, if I'm the 49ers, I'm a little worried right now because yeah. I, I don't want to see, <laughs> I don't want to see Chase Young and Montez Sweat and all those guys. I don't want to see that group right now. Those guys are playing good football. They're starting to believe a little bit, and that's dangerous. 49ers got their butt handed to them against the Buffalo Bills this week. Boy, that was not pretty on Monday night. Uh, but I like Washington in this game right off the bat. Um, McKissick, obviously, if, if Gibson's not a go, once again, probably go back there, especially on DK, you know, full point PPR, yeah. sign me up. Uh, Saints and Eagles, you you know, we kind of touched on it before. You know, Saints, Saints defense. Yeah, well, let's see. FanDuel, I assume they're top of the board. They're not. 
Seattle's top of the board at five. New Orleans four nine. So split the difference there. How so much there is Dallas against Cincy? Dallas against Cincinnati, my friend, is actually way down where? Where is Dallas? Well, their defense um, is horrible, so. They are. I, I understand that. They but. are 3,500. Did you see the picture of, uh, it was another NFL memes thing, Joe. It was during the fight between the Dolphins and the Bengals. It was like, yep, and during the fight, here's the offensive lineman. They were all sitting on the bench protecting no one like they normally do. So. Yeah. Well, and I'll tell you what, my defense of the week so far, in my mind, I like the the Washington football team. I mean, yeah. they're getting after it. They're creating havoc. They're only 3900 That's a nice price. I mean, last week my lock was the Green Bay Packers, and, you know, they were pretty good. 13 points, I'll take that. Uh, Falcons at Chargers, ugh, gross. So give me your take on this one because I got none. Uh, well, I think this is going to be a nice high-scoring game. Uh, that That's how I see it playing out. Uh, you know, I think the line, the early line is right around 50 on this game. I think you got, you're going to see Matt Ryan get back on track against a banged up chargers defense. And you're going to see Justin Herbert get back on track because how much worse can he get than what he was against the Patriots last week? He's got to be better than that. So I think this is a, uh, slump buster game for both these teams. God, if I had to pick one to win. That, so I, I think that's like some, the over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I like the over more than I like to pick a team to win. I guess if I have to pick one, I'll pick the home team and the Chargers because the Falcons are going across country for this. But uh, I don't like picking that one. I can tell you that much. All right. Next up, we've got uh, the Packers and Lions. Uh, give me Aaron Jones. I'm going to pay up for him this week against the Lions. I know that whole fun narrative. Oh, you fire the coach, you win. Well, it's happened every time this year, but. That's that's well and good until you face Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. So Lions are going to get their butt handed to them in Detroit. That'd be my guess. Give me all the Aaron Jones in this one. Adams is always good too. We could probably, I mean, look, they're just missing a lot of pieces too. Swift yeah. out, Galladay out. It's just a lot. This is another game. It's seven and a half, which I think could be a blowout. Um, Steelers at Bills. This is another tough one. This is let me tell you, prime time Sunday night football. Woo wee! This is a good game. Buffalo looked great. Steelers look the opposite this past week, the last two weeks, really. I mean, this is something here where I, I got to say, like, I'm watching this. This is a big measuring stick for the Bills. You know what the, the real Bill- tragedy of this game is? Is what? that I'm going to have to borrow someone's Fubo TV login uh, because DirecTV does not have NBC right now. So What? Oh, dude, you should have seen me having an aneurysm before the Wednesday game. They dropped oh. NBC like two hours before kickoff or something. So uh, I, I was having an absolute meltdown. So hopefully they get that straight out. It's like one of the three major networks. What? I know, dude, that that's why someone's like, you don't have rabbit ears. I'm like, no, I paid $300 a month to direct TV. Like I figured there was no way I would lose NBC, NBC. or CBS or ABC or any of the, you know, big networks or any of that stuff. So, uh, yeah, that, that's, that's yeah, the real Fox tragedy Sports of this game. Arizona, my you could lose for a couple weeks. <laughs> like, yeah. What am I going to miss? A couple diamondbacks games. Maybe okay. miss a uh, home and garden channel, you know, right, yeah. you know, if you don't see love it or list it, you know, I know you get very upset, but I don't I even know like... what that is. So, uh, <laughs> it's and, you haven't been married. <laughs> yeah, no, I have not been ever. So but see, see how little know. gray hair I have. Yeah. And... I have no hair and I know what love it or listed is. <laughs> uh, and, and yet I'm divorced. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I found my way out of it all. Woo, lucky me. All right. Uh, but, but yeah, but, I mean, who you would, I, I think Buffalo is going to be favored. So uh, yeah. 
As look, of right now, are you going to take Buffalo? Or are you going to take the Steelers? As of right now, look, what I Buffalo right now is a one and a half point favorite. And w- the reason why I'm going to take Buffalo right now is because I, what I saw last night was the first time I saw the Buffalo Bills defense from 2019. Edmonds looked great. He was making plays everywhere. Hyde had a big pick. Uh, White had a big pick. Like all these guys showed up and they were playing physical and they were out there and, and they were aggressive. And there were some times where I didn't like what they were doing play call wise, but you know what? Sometimes Josh Allen just was able to overcome that with his play. Dude, I'm telling you right now, like I, I feel like this is a huge measuring stick. Cause if Buffalo falls back and loses, looks terrible against the Steelers, then it's like, okay, well then Buffalo is this team that's going to be out again the first round. Like they were last yeah. year, like they are every time they make the playoffs recently. But yeah, they've they got a shot Pittsburgh, this year too. They this they've got to have that defense show up though. That's the caveat. Yeah. Like they must have that. That defense was impressive against the 49ers. Steelers. And I know it was Nick Mullins, but still I don't care. It was still impressive. Steelers would it beat Washington if the players caught the football? So uh yeah. and, and Tomlin said today, you know, you can either catch the ball or get replaced. We're not gonna mess around with that much longer. So yeah, that's fine. I don't care because I had Deontay Johnson and Cole Beasley in flex last night. So yeah. I'm just you, happy. You were doing right fine then. I'll yeah. do it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> last one here, Ravens at Browns. And I'm going to, here you go. This is the hot take to end all hot takes on today's show. Ready for this? I don't care what the Ravens do tonight against the Cowboys. Don't care. I'm going to say this. I think the Browns end the Ravens season uh, this coming Monday night football. I think it's, I, I just think the Browns are going to, I think they smell blood and this team is having fun and they're loose and they're playing with house money and they had no expectations. And I think they're going to go here and they're going to play Baltimore and as good as the Baltimore defense can be. And I had a great effort against the Steelers last week. We'll see what they show up with tonight, dude. I think the Browns are actually going to go out and they're going to make a statement here against the Ravens. It's going to be fun to watch. Nah, nah. No, I mean, this no. is, All right. this is where we'll Baker see. wholly and completely melts down after throwing four touchdowns in the first half and looking great. You know, he had that five touchdown game against the Bengals earlier, earlier in the year. And then he went, I think then over the next three weeks after that five touchdown game, he threw two and two games. He had none. This is the week where Baker approves what he really is and throws three picks and one touchdown. So that that's, that's what that game is going to look like just as a sneak preview for everybody. All right. So if you can't wait any longer, well, you're gonna have to wait a couple more days for the DFS preview show, but make sure you subscribe to the pre-snap wherever you get your podcast and go download that line star app upgrade to that premium product. There's still plenty of football left to play. If you're out of the playoffs and you're mad, come hang out with us, play some DFS, play some FanDuel and some DK and get in with us here. We'll do the wagering show Friday. So subscribe. And that way, you know, every time the new show drops in the meantime, follow us on the Twitter machine at line star app at line star NFL at Bogman sports and at joe pisa pia 17 that'll do it for us there's nothing left to do now except don't sit with you've been listening to the pre-snap podcast brought to you by line star hit subscribe drop a review tell a friend and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy football experts joe pisa pia and scott bogman